What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and welcome to Felicia's Trump. Um, we're, <laughs> we're bringing you a special Christmas gift for your um, continued patronage, listen, listenership. Not quite patronage, because actually the reason I use that word is because this thing we put out on our Patreon channel, which you can yes. subscribe to. How do they do that? How do they do that? Yeah. Is they go to patreon.com slash ftrump. And, well, as little as $1, mm. you get a good feeling about supporting the show. Yeah. But for as little as $2 an episode, you get all kinds of extras, like an entire rundown of the Fear Trump in the White House book by Bob Woodward. Yeah. And the beginnings so far about I think we're 13 episodes in yeah. to um, cue the Great Awakening, which we're we're also going through. But eventually you'll get a full rundown of that, yeah. um, and also occasional extra bits like this like episode, this episode, which we which is, which is the first part of uh, us watching. Well, it was a, a thing where we got a certain number of patrons. We said it will never happen, so we won't ever have to do it. So, we, but we <laughs> did. So we did, and it was uh, watching ghosts can't do it, um, starring the one and only Donald Trump and Bo Derek <laughs> and Zorba the Greek himself, Anthony Quinn. Anthony Quinn. Yeah. And uh, we we said, okay, we will watch it, and then we will talk about why it's such a good film and um, we didn't get we talked about it for a good two hours or so it was a it was it, yeah. it was more it was a it was a while it was a so, while but we like never got round to why it was a good film <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so like all the best christmas presents you get you'll get half now and half later yeah um of this so so yeah this is the first this episode is the first half and on new year's day in your feed you'll get the second half of this so that there's there's you keep getting content from us and we'll yeah. be back with our regular episodes in in, the in after the first week of January around the 10th of January yep. so meanwhile we hope you enjoy our breakdown of one of the worst films of all time yeah merry christmas that's our gift to <laughs> you <laughs> where does that have a bearing on the point of issue be assured mrs scott that in this room there are knives sharp enough to cut you to the bone and hearts cold enough to eat viewers as hors d'oeuvres. You're too pretty to need that. You notice. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> you gotta ask you gotta ask yourself when is this gonna stop? Yeah. That's that's yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our to our one off uh the the only time we're ever doing this kind of thing. Well, until um, we get to the patron next bonus, pa- patron bonus until, target. Yeah. yeah, the first Christmas that we were doing the show, Christmas 2018, uh, I did a special fake news segment for Mark, uh, which was not based around things Trump had said, but around which films and TV shows Trump had mm. cameoed in. Um, and one of them was was this film that we're talking about today, Ghosts Can't Do It, which is a John Derrick film from uh, 19. 19- 89 and um it was it was it looked just from the short clip that i saw of trump in it it looked so rubbish that i thought oh that'll be fun let's talk about that and made it a patron yeah. goal and you yeah. generous fuckers have got us yeah. to that patron <laughs> <Yeah>. goal <laughs> thanks i think and yeah we don't we know how to, to thank you it. yeah yeah 
But but hey, looking on the bright side, that's amazing. We've got that many patrons and that much patronage yeah. and donations and subscriptions that we've met this goal that we thought <laughs> no, we're never in a million years will we have to watch this thing. Because, you know, there's no way that... Well, actually, apart from the fact that if Trump had never become president, this film would have vanished without a trace, yeah. apart from the the two or three minutes of of the leading lady being naked in it, which would make a compilation somewhere. Uh-huh. You know, the rest of the film would disappear. <laughs> but no... Trump has made it to the White House. <laughs> this whole this whole evidence anyone could be president thing has gone way too far. So yeah, we are we are simultaneously we've had to watch the bloody thing. <laughs> We're simultaneously yeah. very grateful and also vowing revenge on all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one of you. We know where you live. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so before we start talking about how bad this is, I want to give you some context because, you know, anyone can say this is a really bad film. But um, I, I grew up in a in a house where the TV was always on. Um, it's just my parents liked TV, my mum especially, and I used to just sit and watch whatever came on. I was not discerning. I am not a discerning viewer, basically. I'll watch anything. Um, yeah. I, I had a job for eight years where all I did was watch films. Um, yeah. And... And I didn't get to choose what it was, so so it was just whatever came my way. I've probably watched everything that Tori Spelling was ever in. So, I mean, that's you know, it's it's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we ran time. we ran a film festival <laughs> yeah. for three years, where where we got films in who which were made by amateurs from all over the world, and we I sat through and watched them all. So yeah, it is with some expertise that I say this is a terrible <laughs> film. This is yeah. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen. Not just films, but <laughs> things, <laughs> anything. Yeah, things. It's yeah, amazing. And this, and the thing is, this isn't John Derrick's first film. This is actually his last film. Um, yeah, he'd had practice before this of yeah. both writing yeah. and directing and camera work yeah. and all of that stuff. Yeah, it's and uh, yeah, and and before that, he was a he was an actor. Yeah, he was in, in the Ten Commandments, the fifties. Yeah. He was, and he was active in the films with James Cagney. You know, he's got. But I mean, he's one of those. He's a good-looking guy in the in the forties and fifties. He's one of those stable of actors that are kind of supporting roles. They're eye candy, basically. He's a matinee idol, but without being a leading man. But he, by his own admission, <laughs> he he couldn't act. He hated acting. He would just deliver the same. Thing you know, take two would be exactly the same as take one. Take twenty-seven exactly the same as take one, and he just looked good and would learn his lines, turn up and do the stuff, and that informed his directorial style <laughs> because that's what he's got his actors to do. Mainly his third wife, fourth wife. I'm not sure. Third, I think, because he married. Uh, He's married to some people, Ursula Andress, he was married to, and Linda Evans. Oh, he's got a type, hasn't he? He was married to. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. they were all, you know, yeah, young, <laughs> yeah, young, um, preppy, blonde. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Walk out of, look good, wet. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and they got increasingly young. I think, you know, Ursula Andress is 19, and Linda Evans is 21. He went with Linda Evans and Bo Derek. Well, before she was Bo Derek, when she was, uh, 
she was Kathleen Collins, Mary Kathleen Collins, went with Derek, John Derek and Linda Evans to somewhere in the Greek Isles to make a film. At which point John Derek <laughs> ended up sleeping with her, the beau, and Linda Evans left him and divorced him. And they couldn't return from Europe to America until Bo Derek turned 18 to avoid statutory rape charges. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. A bit, of Plan- a bit like Roman Polanski. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. And that's that was that fantasy. Was that the ends. first? That the was fantasies. Fantasies. Which just, didn't, which, yeah. After that, they made Tarzan the Ape Man, which was yeah. very little focused on Tarzan and much more focused on Jane because Bo Derek played Jane. Jane. Yeah. <laughs> and then they did yeah. Bolero together as well. Uh, which yeah. which featured even more Bo Derek nudity than this film did. Um, yeah, yeah. Didn't they do? They did. Um, so, but it's weird, isn't it? Because oh, they did also. Um, the reason Bo Derek ended up, which is where we got confused. We thought from for a while that uh, oh yeah, didn't she marry Blake Edwards? You go no no no, she was in Ten. Yeah, which was, which directed, was directed by, by Blake, Blake Edwards. Edwards. It's a far superior film <laughs> and highly sought after and, uh, you know, thought of and made a lot of money. It got John Gilgetters in it. Mm-hmm. Dudley Moore, who was, you know, kind of um, cheeky, sexy, funny. Yeah, reasonably big star, player. relatively yeah, speaking at the at time. At the time, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, kind of became a, he was a sort of a Brit, an odd Brit sex symbol. Mm-hmm. I think on the basis of that, that's how subsequent Bo Derek films got greenlit because she was, you know, perfect for the role. But she'd been, I think Melanie Griffiths was originally cast for that, wasn't she, in Breakfast Club? No. Um, Molly Ringwald. Okay. Was oh, yeah, 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 that's yeah. it. What's Melanie Griffith in? Well, uh, the same, same Bonfire of the Vanities, which... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. Lots of lots yeah. of terrible things Melanie Griffith's been in. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing as terrible as this, though. But yeah, no. ten, 10 was, was late 70s, and that's how he yeah. got the studio backing for things like Tarzan the Ape Man, which has actually quite yeah. a big budget. Um, this was... Went, yeah, because it kind of went, yeah. <laughs> this was you know, after the bit. studios had fallen yeah. away. This was kind of self-funded yeah, yeah. or... or you know, um, private funding. It was this was not a studio film, and it shows. <laughs> um, um, oh, yeah. Oh. So, mean, just... but also he wrote it, and and that as uh, is he's kind of well. Here's the thing: when I see a film that is about a you know uh, a stand-up comedian who becomes really famous, or a gr- singing group who write their own songs who become really famous, I always think it's yeah. really difficult for the writers because they've got to write genuinely funny stand-up material they've got to write stuff that could plausibly make a stand-up comedian a big star and when they write music stuff they've got to write genuinely catchy good songs that you could believe that band would do well with which is incredibly difficult if it was easy anyone would be able to do those things in this one what john derrick has failed to do is is write convincing human words in that way, he has not been able to rise to the level of a believable person. Um, yeah, in any scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let alone anything sufficient to drive the plot. Yeah, as such. Yeah, 
though it, it also made me think of well you know the the entire Woody Allen canon <laughs> is about a short geeky strangely oh, yeah, yeah. haired um, glasses wearing um little Jewish kid who wants to get the girl and yeah. he, all his films are about that and Absolutely. so and it got to the point where he could no longer cast himself because he was far too old to get the girl. So he would cast um, a surrogate. So Owen Wilson or... Jason Schwartzman. Larry, yeah, uh, Larry, Larry yeah. David even. <laughs> you know, and um, and this, the same plot would happen. You know, yeah. the, this, geek, this geeky no-hoper would get the girl. And, the, and John Derrick movies are all about <laughs> May to December... Uh-huh. Relationships, oh, that so there's they're all about because John Derrick when I mean, he married, is, yeah, this is kind of like January uh, was, to next uh, January, yeah, <laughs> January to the following decade, <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, the turn of the century. So yeah, so he's he's basically in all his movie, all his movies are just well, that's an excuse to show off the fact that he is married to Bo Derrick, yeah. who's quite who's quite attractive looking so and, what, and it, what absolutely you... in this one particular it's about a man who is old and will soon be dead who yeah. who wants to find a way to live forever so that or you know relatively speaking so that he can continue yeah. having sex with his hot young wife that yeah, is because you know, the, that's there's not the a lot whole... of subtlety there no no <laughs> and the fact that the title is well you know that's why Bo Derek gets a bit fed up with with Anthony Quinn, who plays her late husband, interfering late husband, interfering, controlling, <laughs> somewhat narcissistic L- late slightly husband. Slightly abusive, yeah. Slightly abusive, you know, utterly controlling, um, gaslighting from beyond the grave. And uh, she gets fed up with that and says, you know, you, frankly, this sucks. And, and he says, don't use that kind of language. <laughs> this sucks because you're a ghost. And let's face it, Ghosts can't do it. Yeah. You know, she doesn't go. She doesn't kind of go. A woman's got needs, but fundamentally, she's saying, <laughs> "You suck. You suck as a ghost. Yeah. You suck when you were alive because <laughs> you had a heart attack, which meant that you couldn't do it, and so you killed yourself." Well, hang and on. Then... We're getting we're getting way ahead of ourselves here. We're we're, oh, right. we're twelve minutes in. We haven't even started talking about the the credits, or we, you know, we should oh start. God. We should no, start from the, the beginning. Credit. The opening credit. <laughs> It just right. so there's the title of the film. Uh-huh. The, the film title contains the words by John Derrick. Yeah, Ghost Con by John Derrick. Which, if you if you haven't seen many films, they don't do that much. No. They don't they don't okay. put the writer like immediately I, after the title as, usually as part of the title. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know Star Wars uh-huh. by George Lucas doesn't doesn't happen, does it? Rage of the Lost Ark by Lawrence Gunston. Occasionally you get yeah. you get a Steven Spielberg film or or you don't even get that. No, it's by the producer no, usually yeah. the producers it says a you know a an Irvin Kirshner film or something like that. But yeah. anyway, or a the, Spike Lee joint. Yeah. Yeah. So so the credits are um they are kind of sepia stills of of Bo and Anthony Quinn riding horses in Wyoming. Um, quite good sound design, actually. Well, quite. See, uh, I, d- I, t- I, I will disagree with you immediately because, <laughs> um, because there is basically it's the audio of them kind of rounding up the horses. But what yeah. it made me think of is in the eighties when this came out, you you could get camcorders that would also take stills. 
but, but instead yeah, of taking yeah. a still, it would record five seconds of still image on the tape with the sound yeah. of whatever it was. And, it, that's, and, that's right. and, and almost yeah. every camcorder taken still in existence has yeah. the sound, oh, I've accidentally taken a still. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what every because no one meant to ever take a still image with their camcorder. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so I just kept expecting that to come up because it's it is basically <laughs> it's the still images of them doing it with audio in the background. Um, yeah, and it looks like a mistake. It's terrible, and it's all sepia tinted, and it's just not. It's not like high definition. They didn't actually take stills. They they grabbed images from the yeah. from the film. It seems. Yeah, and yeah. um. And the, the the font they've used is a diabolical. It's barely readable. Is, yeah, yeah. It's kind of it reminded me a little bit of Apocalypse Now, but you know. But in a way, kind of, more kind of, uh, of it's very round and flowery, and it looks like they've tried to obscure the names of the people in it because they thought <laughs> you know maybe that at least they'll still have a career. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, it starts, there's a shot of Bo Derek and it says Bo Derek, and there's a shot of Anthony Quinn, and it says Anthony Quinn, and there's a shot of a horse, and it says Don Murray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who, um, <laughs> he's, he's played lots of horses yeah, ever yeah. since. Yeah, yeah. Did he do the voiceover for um, Ed? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah so when the, the credits end, and, the, and we go into, they're, they're rounding up the horses on... on Actually, they're rounding up the cows. They're on horses, um, on yeah. this ranch in Wyoming, and in the in the snow. In the snow, yeah, really quite yeah. deep snow, and yeah. um, then it seems like Anthony Quinn is shot, but actually it's yeah. just a, an an over um, ambitious percussive soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No particular rhythm to it, just random drum beats, um, and can he I kind make, of clutches his this, chest. Bo Derek's first hat. Oh yeah, well. yeah! Oh, many the, hats. This, many, this basically, many, lots I think, of headgear. part of the point of making this film was just to showcase Bo Derek's massive hat collection. She's the Imelda Marcos of hats in this film. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Well, that because the because we all remembered her hair, and everyone's disappointed that she's not wearing the cornrows that she wore yeah, in ten with the magnetic beads uh, with the with the beads <laughs> on the end, which uh, kept falling in Dudley Moore's face, and. Um, so they kind of they're going. Look, this isn't ten. She's moved on. She's she's expanded her repertoire into now she's doing hats. another. Yeah. Now she's doing hats. So we <laughs> covered up her hair to get you to forget that she was ever in ten and has a larger, um, you know, broader, deeper set of talents than just wearing cornrows and little else. But yeah, if only that were true. <laughs> yes. And what's interesting is that the poster for the film has completely different fonts. <laughs> well, it's yeah. It's got a kind of Miami Vice kind yeah. of look about it with a bow in a hat and and wet as also, you know, in um so that's it fundamentally Bo uh-huh. Derek Anthony Quinn doesn't even get a look in because no. he's because he's dead. Much yeah. like Tarzan didn't get a look in, in the Tarzan poster because no, that was just right. Bo Derek swinging on a vine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quite. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the and, and yeah. Anthony Quinn's heart attack scene—it's kind of a bit like all of those spoof ones when people get shot in westerns and they you know they clutch the, their chests and fall across the room. Uh-huh. I'm sure I'm, it's like a Tom and Jerry or a Pink Panther movie, or a cartoon even. 
when he gets shot, cr- you know, collapses uh, against the piano, plays a, a short refrain from <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, and then, you know, goes to the bar, drinks the last shot, clutches his chest, slumps on the floor. You know, it's a proper... It goes on, well, doesn't it? fully yeah. played and, out. Thing. And her yeah. reaction to it, once he tells her that what, he's having a heart attack, is to... Because yeah. he's kneeling down. She gets behind him and starts shaking him around. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's just your usual thing. You know, yeah. go, what? Is it... Has he got congestion or something? Is he just like... It's like does she th- is she thinking a heart attack <laughs> is like getting a bone caught in your throat? <laughs> so she's like, thudding on his back, giving him the, doing the Heimlich manoeuvre. Yeah. It'll, it'll come back later heart. that she knows nothing about CPR or anything like that. Yeah. No. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Weirdly, if she says, what, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? Sorry, he says, I think you know, we're having a heart attack. A heart attack. She, yeah, she kind of, no, not me. It must be you, mate. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it starts getting weird. The dialogue so far has been has <laughs> yeah. been great. Um, but then he asks, will you let me bite your lip? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I just kind of I I uh-huh. played played that back several times. And then I um, thought, I wonder, I wonder if this is on YouTube, I can check the subtitles. <laughs> is that is that, that is what he says. What and then, the hell? And yeah, he says I don't think it'll kill me. And then she kind of sticks her bottom lip out for him to bite. Which is super fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's the the lip. yeah, one thinks it's a slightly autobiographical note maybe there yeah. But then they kind of go, then he goes through the, you know, what they offer, they this off rehearsed routine, <laughs> which is, you know, so if I die, what are you going to do? Okay, not going to wear black, not going to be sad, going to carry on, you know, be the, be strong and all that kind of stuff. So it's not like they haven't talked about this before. Yeah. Given the fact that he's <laughs> 105 or something. So he's, I think he's in real life, I think he was 40 years older than her. Yeah. Yeah, he's so, early 70s, isn't he, in this? Yeah. Um, so he's yeah. not that much older than John Derrick at no. the time. So, um, so yeah, yeah. And, and from an adjacent field, their farmhand, possibly, ranch hand slash doctor person, I don't know, he, he rides over. And decides that the, the he should least, give him a shot. The least, yeah, the least convincing <laughs> farm worker I've yet to see. Um, yeah, I de- and yeah, w- I, who knows why he is carrying syringes and medicine with him? Yeah, um, obviously he's not a well guy. No, Anthony Quinn. But, but yeah. this this shot, and they make a fucking big deal of this. Must yeah. go in the belly, and Anthony Quinn is having none of it. He is he no, he says, I'm, "I'll no. kick you right in the head." <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you're having a heart attack, so I'm fairly safe that you won't. Uh-huh. But, yeah, but, so what I'm thinking, you know, it's probably early Botox. So, look, if you're going to die, we need to give you a, a, a good, convincing-looking six-pack here. We can't have, you know, anyone flabby being lowered into the ground later on. So I'm going to give you a shot now just to stiffen up those muscles <laughs> there is, so that you yeah. you look good. There so is no explanation. Of, no. of what this is, why it has to go into the belly, why he has a problem with it going in the belly. It's the, why move he's going to give this. him a couple of shots. If we, we should give you a yeah. couple of shots to make sure. Yeah. Make sure Just... of what? <laughs> make sure you are having a heart attack? Or um, make sure that it isn't the Botox 
coming back to bite you. So if you're curious what? why this is happening, fuck you. That's no, you know, that's that. Yeah. That's all the information you're getting. That's all it, you get. It'll you never come back. Else. It's not no. important. No. First of many Doesn't times, get, this is no. the case. Yeah. Because in, <laughs> the, in the next, so in the next bit, it goes, "Where am I now?" And we're in a hospital. Uh-huh. There's no kind of, you know, don't. And she says, "Well, can I kiss you or something?" He says, "No, don't, because it might be catching." And you think, "Hang on, can we just heart attack?" Can I just yeah. ask a question about the? about the shots whilst we're in a medical environment. <laughs> Those shots that you have in, is that because you've got some congenital heart condition that you need to, or you are, a, you know, a pox carrying, you know, your, your typhoid Mary in disguise. And that's why you can't actually kiss somebody because it's catching. So yeah, but they laugh that off in a Hollywood kind so, of way. Yeah. And in the hospital room, there is a, a woman in a white coat with a stethoscope who is kind of like fluffing pillows and stuff. And yeah. there is a guy in a Gold's Gym T-shirt and slacks. Yeah. Who we have no clue who this is. He's not the person who gave him a shot in the field. Um, no. And when uh, Anthony Quinn, um, who's who's called Scott, or that's his surname, but everyone just calls him Scott. Um, yeah. When he asks where he is and how how he is, the guy in the Gold's Gym t-shirt says, well, you won't be playing King Kong anymore. Was that a thing? Was that something Uh, he did before? Did Yeah, exactly. We've not seen him do that. No. So, no. Um, uh, But we don't know who he is. He walks out of frame. The the lady doctor, who is dressed appropriately as a doctor, doesn't say anything at all. Um, And then... There's this weird cut. This is the first of the... I mean, John Derrick clearly doesn't have a clue how to transition from one scene to another, and this is the first and and one of the worst, is that it goes from the hospital room to the same guy who was in the Gold's Gym T-shirt, now in their house with him, shouting, will you shut up and listen to me? There was... He wasn't... There wasn't... There's no other talking. So... Well, for, yeah, exactly. Yeah. For, I don't know what he's interrupting. <laughs> no. Exactly, and we, and then there's no more talking for a couple of seconds. Um, no. <laughs> so we're kind of li- we're listening. Yeah, we're listening. <laughs> What's happening? For a moment there, I thought that was James Kahn. I was thinking, oh, James Kahn's in this. I've but got him as tall Mel Brooks. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> but just the back of his head was, you know, kind of late rollable James Kahn. Yeah. 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 But then he's and for some reason Anthony Quinn's reading a book um, of wolves and women. No, of wolves, of wolves and, and men. men. Yeah, of wolves and men, which is kind of like it's a sequel. Um, John Steinbeck's yeah. lesser known work. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which has been re- rewritten by um, who was in uh, Dances with Wolves. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. So it's, it's that. Yeah. yeah. With a, what this does is add to. The um, increasingly unconvincing um, lie that Anthony Quinn is related to um, Sitting Bull, Big Chief Sitting mm. Bull, or you know, or is of you know uh, um, Indigenous American Indian stock, because later on it's kind of a, a little tiny foreshadowing of what happening later. You think, well, so why are they up here? What's going on? Who are they? Are they real? Cowboy, or are they just like 
you know, Billy Crystal yeah, we did, that's pretending the thing. to be a cowboy. At this point, and it, and it won't become clearer later on, no. we, we don't know what they do. No. It seems like they run a ranch at this point. Yeah. They, the two of them seem to be ranchers in Wyoming. Um, they have this house, they have cows, they have staff. And, and we've seen them rounding up cows in the snow. That's all we know so far. We don't know what they do. And, and it will get more confusing later, but not clearer by any means. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so the guy um, who we, it, we won't find this out, but he is a doctor. It's, right. He's credited as Dr. Frank in the credits. Oh, okay, right. Um, I Not don't Dr. know why Frank he's in Stein. their house. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no. I don't know why he wasn't wearing a white coat in the hospital, but he is Dr. Frank. Okay. And, yeah. and he tells um, Scott that uh, the situation is really bad because his, his heart is for shit. And also, it's worse than that, because over 60, you yeah. don't get a heart transplant. They just, you, there's no... You can't have a heart transplant over 60. And Scott was thinking, I'll be fine. I'll just get a new heart because that's easy. Um, It's not true, obviously. Um, In in 1989, about 15% of heart transplants in the US were done in people over 60. So Yeah, because mainly they're the people that suffer most from heart problems. Yeah, it tends to be older people who have heart problems. Yeah, Yeah. so... yeah, they they had a cut off prior to to that of somewhere around seventy, but you could right. you've always been able to get since they started doing heart transplants you've you've been able to get heart transplants over sixty and the amount has only increased since then, so yeah. Um, anyway, he's but he's telling him the, you can't. The, um, yeah, and in the whilst he's reading of wolves and men, <laughs> and in the also in the background, there's a weird um, and you know not unattractive kind of saddle set it uh-huh. looks like a suit of armor but it's like a dressed up saddle set which looks very mexican looks yeah. a bit mariachi so there's there's all sorts of um nods to where anthony quinn might have come from he's not just <laughs> greek he's not absorb <laughs> the greek yeah, it's, it's an American Indian Mexican so basically you know he's one of he's he's one with the earth he's you know he's a he's of He's of the nation, but you know, despite <laughs> despite all appearances, so there's yeah. this desperate attempt to make this guy that that we last saw building an impossible machine in in Greece <laughs> and being outrageous. He is actually, you know, he's more American than you and I. Well, he's yeah. certainly more American than you and I. But yeah, but he's you know he's he's deserving of our sympathy. Which is so, just as yeah, well because absolutely. of the crap that John Derrick's about to put through. <laughs> well, first of all, for some reason, uh, he hugs um, tall Mel Brooks. <clears throat> yeah. And Jane the, the yeah. pull away from the hug is the awkwardest thing a human has ever done. The, <laughs> when, when Frank, Dr. Frank, kind of is, is released, it yeah. l- kind of looks like he's sniffing. Anthony Quinn or something. It's really yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> and uncomfortable. Yeah. It's, you can tell, basically, he's he's expecting someone to call cut. He thinks it's yeah. the end of the scene, and he's like, what is happening now? Yeah. What is yeah. the next thing that I'm supposed to do? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and he just looks really awkward. Um, and, and 
Scott asks if if Bo knows um, that that he's not going to get another heart, and Frank says, "Well, she's no dummy," which is not um, true. Yeah, I mean there there is no evidence in that direction for the rest of the film. And at the time he says it, she is just standing in the snow, waving at him and pointing at dogs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a fucking a idiot. Of- and weirdly, she's like 400 miles away, uh-huh. and yet they look they look generally across the <laughs> the way. And there's a it's cut to a mid shot of her through the window, but the window isn't there. You know, it's yeah. got all of that. She's power just grinning ten- like a fool. Yeah, yeah. Power and tension of you know uh, another Anthony Anthony Hopkins being seen through the glass or through the bars going. Like that, but without any of the tension, intent, <laughs> or power, or anything, or power, or anything. You know, she's just there, waving in a in a tasseled dressing gown. By the look yeah. of, look of <laughs> and so the next scene, um, still the Frank, the Doctor, is in their house, and um, he get, he hugs Scott again, says that we love him, and um, he's been by far the the kind of the third character in this film so far it's it's clearly this film is going to be about Bo Derek Anthony Quinn and this guy and yeah. and at 9 minutes into the film that's how far we in are in so far he says i'll be back soon walks out of shot we never see him again never see him again <laughs> he's no. not he's not involved in this anymore I he wasn't wanted actually him important. to turn up later i <laughs> wanted him to be the lo- the love interest, the older love interest. Mm. I was thinking, oh right, yeah, that's what we're gonna. That he'll be it. He's always secretly loved Bo Derek. Yeah, you know, despite Scott, that's why he kind of he's sniffing Anthony Quinn because he <laughs> smells of Bo Derek. That's why. <laughs> that's why. You know, he's going. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. So and you think, all oh, right, yeah, you'll be back. Ah, oh, brilliant with your dodgy James Khan, tall Mel Brooks <laughs> hair. You'll be back and declare undying love for Bo Derek, and all nope. will be well. That's nope. it. He's, ne- ne- he's never seen him again. That's it. Yeah, he's off to join Rosencrantz and Guildenstern <laughs> in in England. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's so then, um, He's out of there. Yeah. So then Bo goes horse riding in a blizzard, um, with no yeah. coat on, but a massive hat. With a face. Well, it's not. It's not a hat. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's an a, animal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole animal. It's an Arctic fox that she's hollowed out slightly and put on her head. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's a square. Imagine like a an Arctic fox cube with the the bottom surface carved out into a bow derrick shape that you can plonk on. Yet that's exactly what it is. No wonder the horse is running away. There's a bloody Arctic fox behind it. Yeah. And yeah. Anthony Quinn is following in his truck. Um, yeah, and then instructing her. Yeah, he does. He mansplains riding to her, despite the fact that yeah. she's clearly good at riding. And and when he had his yeah. heart attack, her first question was, "Did you fall off again?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, your old fool. <laughs> yeah, with you telling me how to ride with my fluffy jumper and Arctic fox on my head. Yeah, and he yeah. And then he yeah he so he tells he says to her you know let me show me riding around again you know let me see it again and then fucks off he drives away while she does a yeah. bit more dressage on her horse yeah. in the snow um, yeah. <laughs> and then and so they that's weird doesn't no mention of where he's going or why 
the next scene, they are both in trucks and they meet on a bridge facing different directions. And she asks, she specifically says, where where did you go? And he, he clearly lies to her as if that's an yep. important plot point. Never comes back. No. We never find out and, where he was. Doesn't matter. And also on the, she's still got the Arctic fox on her head. Yeah. But it turns out what it is is a, is some sort of white shepherd dog. Um <laughs> Because the next victim is obviously on the on the seat next to her. Yeah. So she's driving along. <laughs> yeah, it's like a husky home, yeah. next to her, yeah. Yes, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stroking the head of the husky who looks terrified because <laughs> the last one, you know, it, it, the last one, it's grandfather on her head. Yeah. So That's how they get their dogs to yeah. behave. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And he's just, yeah, looks terrified. So, yeah, but they turn up with their Ford C10 trucks. On the bridge for uh-huh. no reason at all. He's in the same truck. She's obviously gone home, got the dog and the truck, and said, well, where did you go? And then he, like, makes up a lie. Yeah. He's got, where, where did he go? We Nobody cares. That. No, doesn't no. matter. That's true. There's no intrigue There's, in here. <laughs> no. There is a great shot in that bit of the, the dog that she's left in her truck in the rearview yes. mirror. Absolutely. With the mountains like it's in the driving. background. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's going, ah, come on. <laughs> get off the bridge. Get out of the way. It's trying to get away. Yeah, because you've, you've got a bloody dog on your head. And it's, yeah. So then so. they he Scott says he wants to go for a walk with her, um, which initially she says, you can't. You can't go for a walk. And he goes, go on. And she says, all right then. Um, and yeah. And they don't go for a walk. They go for a little cross-country ski. She's got a new hat on. And it's really little because it's, it's just, it's kind of, well, it's not even, the dog's there. Again, the white dog is, is there, still like, glad to be alive, glad that she's not wearing <laughs> the other dog on his head. And they take three steps uh-huh. and then, get, uh, then get they're to a fence. fence. And then stop. Yeah, and they stop. And, uh, and that's uh, she's got another ridiculous hat on. New hat. Which, Doesn't look that warm this time, this hat. It's quite no. thin. It's like quite a thin. knit cap. Yeah, like a kind of, it reminds me of like some sort of Nepalese hippie. Yeah, like a crochet crochet. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he says, I want to ask you a favour. And for some reason, this scares her. She says, you're scaring me, great one. Because she calls him great one. Because who cares? Because that's just... that's what he's told him. (laughs) I I initially... He said that early early on (laughs) when he's lying on the floor having a heart attack. Uh She says, great, great one, what will we do? The first time I heard it, I thought she said grey one. Ah, nice. (laughs) Which makes more sense. But um, no, it It is great one. Gives him a bit more Navajo. Mm. It's kind of a bit more more Navajo there, isn't it? Grey one. That's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, two... Two dogs fucking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but no, it's yeah. great one, apparently, she calls him. Uh, and that's it. And he oh, okay. do, we, do we get... Oh, yeah, the favour is um, remember yeah. all the good times, uh, which she oh, says, well, right. that's every single second. And then it cuts immediately to a scene which, in any normal film, would be a flashback to some of the good times. Yeah. I mean, that, you know, that's been set up clearly by the dialogue, but it's not. Yeah. It's just them no. later when they're back in their bedroom and he's depressed he's that depressed. he's old. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's had a heart attack uh-huh. and he can't, you know, the implication is, well, he can't do it. He's, he's, he's no good. We don't actually get them get to see them trying to have a go at no. 
doing it. You know, the whole thing is you know, the the whole reason for his depression and imminent demise. There's a spoiler alert: imminent demise <laughs> is is that he can't get it up. He's thinking, all oh, right, I can't exert myself. Yeah, and and you know, Bo Derek, you'd have to kind of exert yourself as Dudley Moore found out um, and get whipped in the face by magnetic beads. You know, so he's sitting. Um, Next scene, so he's kind of they he hugs her, and then there's this poignant look in his eyes, and um, and I think it's actually a sense of relief because he's out of the film shortly, <laughs> except, except he isn't. Well, perhaps I think he's done all he's shot all the neck the yeah. rest of the film, yeah, shot it all in this the is trailer. The end of it. Yeah, yeah, this is this is it, and um, so we cut to him sitting by the fire with a glass of beer. And given the fact that he's what is apparently writing a suicide note, he hasn't drunk much beer. No, <laughs> maybe that's his lots second of beer. screwed up. Who knows? Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of screwed up bits of paper. And he says Norman Mailer would have a even you know tough job of this. And uh, and then he starts, and we he starts saying, "Dear whatever her name is, Kate. dear Bo, Kate," <laughs> and, he, and he goes, "He goes right this time. This I'm really doing it." screws up all the bits of paper, chucks them on the fire, and then he goes right this time, and he goes, Dear Kate, and we don't get to hear the rest of it. No. Because there's a cutaway, and um, and uh, Kate is driving off in um, a completely different truck. No, same truck, same dog. Uh-huh. Different headgear, that was what different threw hat. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's now got like a turban. Yeah. So she's driving off. And there's another drum beat it, on the soundtrack. Oh, no, yeah. hang on. This time he has shot himself. Yeah. So the I don't know when this is. I was confused because you're thinking right. So this is the night before. Next morning, they've been they've been skiing. <laughs> it's the next morning, but he's sitting by the fire, so it looks a bit crispy. That was that was that night, and then this is all oh, the right. Next day, and then the next day, okay, when she's driving away, full of the joys of spring or <laughs> de- de- <laughs> winter. Um, here's the shot, and then weirdly. Tells the housekeeper, she comes running in the house, and you know normally what happens is, she comes, you know, you come running in the house, and the housekeeper goes, no, no, don't, don't go up, you don't want yeah. to see it. But she's telling the housekeeper not to go in. Yeah, they have a bit of an argument about it. Yeah, you know, like, no, I go, really think no, we should go. In. No, no, don't go in. Yeah. So yeah. Wait a minute, that's my line. That's what they're arguing <laughs> about. No, I'm supposed to say that, you idiot. Yeah. No, don't go in. Don't go in. And, and so we don't go in. All yeah. we get to see is the note on the door. Which in Which... typical film fashion is read then in Anthony Quinn's voice. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't read it right. No. He doesn't, note... Did you do that too? Did you freeze, you freeze it on the note? You follow you along. Know, wait a minute. He doesn't say yeah. that. Yeah. And... yeah. Yeah. The letter that he's written to her says, I have to say goodbye. And, she, and, and Anthony Quinn says, I have to kiss you goodbye. Why wouldn't yep. they just get him to read it? Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Well, and also in the letter. He wrote it yeah. and he got terrible handwriting, so they got somebody else to write it. And they went, oh, yeah, this bit we just recorded. Can you just write that in your swirly script? It is you beautiful penmanship, that, that it's suicide gorgeous. letter. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It is. And so many underlinings. Uh-huh. It's, he goes, Kate, my love, why does he underline that like eight <laughs> times? And then, what? The also, fuck? in the yeah. in the uh, voiceover, he says, you know, remember we used to joke <laughs> about if and when 
I died, basically. Why? Why? Yeah. Why would they do that? That's not even the first, the last time they talk about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We, you know, yeah, ever since we met, we would joke <laughs> God, about. I'm going to die soon. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, yeah, you sure you want to go out with you? Okay. So, first thing I'm going to tell you, you know, that on their first date, he was saying, okay, so the moment I die, I don't want you wearing black. You know, you've got to be cheerful and you've got no to crying, just, yeah. No crying. Focus on the good times. Yeah. And he's going, I've, I've just met you. <laughs> That's right. You're a bit presumptuous, aren't you? Yeah. I'm so, asking you, where's the old people's home? Yeah, by the way, I should I should say, them? listeners, uh, we are we're now over 40 minutes into the recording. This We're in about, there's like minute 12 of the film. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, so settle in. This could be a long one. <laughs> <laughs> or we might just get fed up and skip over a lot of stuff. No, there's yeah. so much gold here. <laughs> <laughs> it's tarnished brass it's not God. all the glitters is not gold <laughs> and none of it is glittering so he's a ghost yeah that's that's and where you can tell he's a ghost next. yeah tell he's a ghost because the gamma correction <laughs> on the uh, on the image is way too low yeah it's way too low no contrast whatsoever and they've they've and it, overlaid a kind of watery reflection over the image yeah uh and that's it that's the extent to where their ghostly uh, effects were. Yeah, yeah. He's basically in this kind of black room. and Except it's not black because it's grey. Well, it's yeah. awful. <laughs> in the first bit, when he meets the angel, who is, you know, somewhat closer in age to... It's a female angel. Yeah, it's Julie Newmar to him. from, from Batman. Ba- from Batman. Yeah. She's Catwoman. Yeah. 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 And, um, and she says, I'm a fledgling angel... Uh-huh. Which explains why she has a butterfly on her hand. So, and you think, well, if no, you're a fledgling yeah. angel, it should be a Not caterpillar, clear. surely. No, I mean and that never, a, the, never comes back. Doesn't matter that no, she's that he's her first no, person. No, exactly. I'm thinking Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, who you know get, get, earns his wings because the bell goes. He earns his wings. But no, no, that. So he gets to flirt with an angel. Yeah, he immediately starts hitting on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they have a lot better chemistry than him and Bo. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, he, he's even held at arm's length for the rest of the film. She was uh, Julie Newmar was nominated for worst supporting actress in the Razzies that year uh, for, for this, this for this film for this. Yeah, really? it won. The film won four Razzies. It was Worst Picture, Worst yeah. Director, Worst Actress for Bo Derek, and Worst Supporting Actor for Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> it was also nominated for Worst Screenplay uh, and nice. and Worst Supporting Actress for Julie Newmar and Worst New Star for, for Leo Damien, who we'll, we will meet soon. Um, and both of those, Worst Supporting Actress and Worst Star, were, were won by Sofia Coppola from Godfather 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit mean of, of nominating Julie Newmar as as um, she was worst pretty bad. Well, I, I guess also she's the only supporting actress. Yeah. So by that, by dint <laughs> of that alone, she's the well, I guess the nurse who. Well, and the White Witch it. from later on. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, Julie Julie Newmar, the angel. Um, uh, yeah, so so Scott um, it, from his his heaven thing, 
His yeah. well, it's not really even heaven. He's not in heaven yet because he committed suicide. But yeah. he's not going to hell. No, not quite clear where this is or if he has to do anything to get one way or the other or what. No, there's no. Or, but we but we learn later he's got like three days. Yeah, but other but we don't know what's going to happen after three days. There's no stakes. No, um, no. but particularly since he's you know they're, what they're sorting out is not particularly a heavenly kind of notion. Yeah, is it? You know. Now yeah. they could have gone the way of Quantum Leap or Ghost in having him, because only Bo can see and hear him. That's that's yep. the kind of main yep. conceit of the film, um, is that he appears in this kind of box, and he is, obviously, they've just filmed Anthony Quinn for a couple of days, talking off-camera. And um, <laughs> and and so he is talking as if he can see her, and she's talking as if she can see him. But they don't have him standing next to her, because they could just do that. He could be in the scene... Yeah. And yeah. only she can see him and everyone else has to ignore him, like in yeah. Quantum Leap with Al yeah. or in Ghost with Patrick Swayze. But, or or um, Rand- Randall and Hopkirk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Many examples yeah. of that kind of thing. That yeah. would be much simpler than the weird box thing, the black yeah. in the sky. But, um, with the, with, but yeah. that would have involved having Anthony Quinn on set all the time, <laughs> which yeah. would have probably been a lot more expensive lot than more filming expensive. him for a day in a black room. Yeah, because um, you'd have to fly him out. You'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to go yeah, to hospital. the Maldives with the trailer. Yeah, yeah. So he'd be, he's a much bigger star than anybody else absolutely. in there. So, it's, so it's, I'm sure that's why they made that choice is purely yeah. on a cost basis because it is, looks shit compared to any other option they could have chosen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's all done in kind of mid shot. You don't actually get to see his legs nope. at any point. So I think he's probably sitting on the toilet. Doing yeah, they saved a lot of money on only... um, on trousers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for <laughs> Mr. Quinn. I, given the fact that he changes his costume <laughs> all the time in heaven, yeah. yeah. So you he's got think, a number of different right, hats okay. as well. So when you yeah, when you head off to heaven, you know the, the convention is you're wearing the things you you were last seen alive in. <laughs> you know, or yeah. we've just got to be yeah, a matter of life and death. They're all airmen. So, you know, that's why they're wearing their uniforms. So they just turn up in what they were stood up in. But no, he's up there. He's kind of, so he committed suicide in a dressing gown, but he's up there in a kind of safari suit. Or is that Uh the thing? It's got epaulettes on it. (laughs) And then, then, uh, so he, he kind of flirts with the angel. Then the next scene we're at, we're back in the ranch. But out in the middle of nowhere, in yeah. the snow. And it's his funeral. Dug, yeah. Yeah. They've dug a hole in the snow and shoved him in it. Come the spring, he's going to be yeah. plainly there's, visible. There's no way they dug yeah. into the ground. It would be way no. too hard at that point in the winter yeah. in Miami. So, no. yeah. It's just they've just buried him in the snow. Um, and so and as she, be, as Kate, befitting a funeral, <laughs> is wearing he's, black. He's, She's so wearing she's, black, yeah. She's, she's broken that promise. Um, yeah. She Basically, she found uh, what looks like a black tauntaun and killed it and climbed inside. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> exactly. she, it's such an enormous black furry outfit. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, exactly. So all the, all the black huskies are going, <laughs> oh, no, I thought we were safe. But no, no, no. So she went, yeah. Where, yes, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Shoved it, and you think, well, actually, given the weather, that's probably the most sensible thing to wear. <laughs> it's a, a dead tauntaun. 
Yes, quite. And then she's kind of weeping away. There's a there is a long shot at one point um, where they've kind of built a sort of slight tent over the hole, <laughs> or you know the implication is that's where Anthony Quinn is. But yeah, we don't get any shot down the hole or anything like that. So he might as well not be there, which no. is just Probably just as well because he isn't. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but he is appears in the first... air to her. And tells her yeah. not to, you know, don't be in a black suit and a black hat. <laughs> but quite befitting is turning up at uh-huh. your own funeral. Yeah, black tie, everything. I mean, you know, looks good. Yeah, he would look good in a in a Godfather esque kind of movie. Why did nobody ever cast him? Why did Why did he agree to do this movie? <laughs> so yeah, there's an awkward moment where um, Kate is talking to the sky. To at least the eye lines are sort of correct. Talking to this guy, stood next to someone. I, I will tell you who that someone is in a minute because it's okay. kind of amazing. But right. carry on. And uh, she's having a conversation, and the, the woman next to her is just kind of looking at him, go, looking at her, going, You're right. <laughs> right. She's clearly and not. Because she says things like, You know, if in the hands of a better, well, in the hands of a writer, not let's not give him a um, the, you know, the notion that you could have a better writer. In the hands of a writer, you would have very clever dialogue, which would sound like you're being upset, whilst at the same time, it's the other half of a conversation you're having with a very present and dictatorial <laughs> ghost. You know, uh, we're, so the the woman who stood next to her would would go, oh, okay, yeah, you're deeply upset. I can see why you're saying these things. You know, all will be well, um, but it's it's not. It's just shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, just looks. At so who is she for a couple of minutes? So, yeah. All right. So yeah. this funeral is yeah. there is there is a, a kind of minister type dressed in black and reading not from the Bible. No, nope. not sure what he's reading. Sounds kind of spiritual. Of wolves and men, uh, something like that, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Um, that man doing that yeah. is Jerry Spence, who is. A, a proper lawyer in the US. He's like a he's in the American kind of attorneys hall of fame. He was Karen right. Silkwood's attorney. He represented her. Oh um, wow. He he was the guy who who spoke to NBC during the OJ Simpson trial. He was like their consultant on the trial. He yeah. he's never lost a criminal case. He's been a defender and a prosecutor. He has never lost a criminal case in front of a jury. He hasn't lost a civil case since 1969. He's like a proper, really well-known and successful attorney in the US. Wow. The woman the standing next to um, Kate, in who like, yeah. looks at her and says, you're right, is his wife. Oh, right, yeah. Her name is Imaging Spence, which is not Imogen, but I-M-A-G-I-N-G, which I've never heard imaging. of as a name. As in Imaging, yes. Imaging um, Spence. That's very hip, and isn't it? and I thought that's when I found this out. I thought that's really weird. Why are they in this yeah. film? Yeah, um, and in the credits it says something like Jackson, Wyoming, thanks to Imaging Spence. And so I looked yeah. them up, and they have a home in Jackson. And I looked up their home, and that's the house that they filmed in. Oh, uh, what? So that is Jerry wow. Spence's house. That, the, that this wow. film takes place, or the first section of this film takes place in. And it is all done out as it is in the film. It's not like they didn't kind of dress the set. That's how he yeah. has his house with all the, wow. you know, the, the like saddle armor thing yeah. on the wall yeah. and all of it. So, 
Oh, yeah. wow. That is Jerry Spence's house. So presumably for the for the kind of right to use his house, they said, we'll give you a bit in the film. Yeah. Can you be and, they, and they went for it. They said yes. So Wow. And it's quite, yeah, it's a kind of, it's sort of spiritual hokum, which makes you think, oh, okay, actually he is descended, descended from the Navajo. Yeah. Um, that explains his slightly Greek demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So it's a very odd thing where, so she is crying. He tells her off for crying, despite yeah. the fact she that she said they, she wouldn't cry. Yeah. Or wear black and remember the good times. And he says, thanks for bringing my horse and the dog. <laughs> Yeah, and thanks the, for inviting the, you know, the horse to the funeral. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and for, and for not wearing the dog as a hat, and you know, for the for which the dog is infinitely grateful, and howls to the moon. And then yeah. he says again, "Remember how we used to joke and speculate about how it would be when I was dead." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well it's it just is. like that. And now I am. Yeah. yeah. Weirdly, <sighs> and then uh, yeah, and he says, "Oh, you're only being sad because they've all." They want you to be sad, so just just be sad for them. Yeah. Look, look sad for the moment. <sighs> so, next scene. <laughs> She's in bed watching a video of them, him and... Which seems like it's, like, been on local news or something like that. And yeah. and then he but turns up again in the bedroom. Joking and laughing about how yeah. I'd like her being the dead <laughs> when he's dead. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and he turns up again, and they argue about how he killed himself because she says that he could have taken pills. And he says, real men... Don't eat quiche. Yeah. I'm not asking you to choke on some quiche because <laughs> I know you're lac lactose intolerant and you're allergic to eggs. You know, pills I'm talking about. So, so yeah. yeah. So his response Even... basically is, uh, what, I, I'm going to kill myself like a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what would people think? Exactly. You don't get to heaven by killing yourself like a, like a quiche eater. Yeah. No, it's no, it is. Yeah. So I mean, that bit, that little bit of of news footage when they're arriving, is that supposed to set them up as being jet setters? I think know, they were the, they were uh, kind of stepping off a helicopter or something, weren't they? And then doing right, a dance. Yeah, with the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that yeah. was just like the hat thing. There seems to be an yeah. effort to get as many modes of transport into this film as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. And animals, because <laughs> so, that scene where she's watching the thing, there's like the whole heap of bears and uh -huh. cats and, and fur, yeah, yeah. And, you know, either either living or dead. Yeah. Yeah, so like, they, they seem, it's like a bet, I think. John Derrick um, kind of bet another director that he could get more modes of transport into his film than the other director could. So... <laughs> Yeah. So they've, they've got I've helicopters, seen, they've got I've horses, seen your, trucks. I've seen your duel, Steven Spielberg, <laughs> and I raise you. Ghosts can't do it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And before you know it, we're on another mode of transport, which is scuba diving. Yeah, so he insists that, because she's upset, because he's dead. Yeah. And so he he says, well, what were we going to do before I died? We were going to, she you know, implied, we, we were going to go to this amazing island. And she says, I can't do that because you're not here. You're on the prairie. You're out there somewhere. And he says, I'm not out there. I'm not even here. I'm not people. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. She said, well, yeah. Um, so she agrees because with logic like that, you can't fight. So can't he goes, go she goes no, to the so island. Off she goes to the mall. And does, does a bit yeah. of scuba diving. She's bemoaning the fact that he is there. 
because um, she's swimming away like that. He turns up in a change of costume. Uh-huh. So he's now got... He's in like uh, a Che Guevara costume or something. Exactly, like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which doesn't look out of place. He could easily be, you know, some sort of um, South American leader. I'm sure he has played a South American leader. Or he and needs, she's a big already beard. incredibly tanned. Like, this is her yeah. first day on the beach, and she yeah. is full, full, as we will find out in a moment, full body yeah. tan. Like well, really that's because I think it's been sun, it's been snow burn. Uh-huh. All that, all that kind of standing outside waving at the um, the pseudo doctor through the <laughs> windows. That's a, in nothing but a knitted hat. That, uh-huh. That's she's caught the sun. Yeah. So yeah, so now she's in the Maldives, and um, and you think, my God, the expense of this bloody film. How did they greenlight the thing? Well, we're about to find out because uh-huh. any minute now she gets off the beach. Chatting away to Anthony Quinn, who's kind of wobbly in his Che Guevara hat, and then it, she's thinking, "Well, I must look like an idiot talking to you sitting here on the beach." And Patrick Duffy, alike, <laughs> turns up in a carved, um, almost Jason and the Argonauts boat, and is going. She's talking to somebody yeah. on the beach, looking at her through and, binoculars. Yeah, and that which we don't get. No, the eye would, uh, we don't no, get we the, don't, absolutely the binocular we don't get shot. It. Yeah, no, it's a requirement. Exactly. If the character on screen looks through binoculars, you then get the the masked shot, shot with which the, would yeah, be, what they can see, which would be the next shot of Bo Derek taking off n- d- gratuitously. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's, I can't think of a f- film that Bo Derek was in where the nudity wasn't gratuitous. No, 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 because. Uh, so, yeah, she takes off her scuba gear and then she yeah. continues taking things off until she yeah. is naked and sitting on the beach naked for no reason. No, um, no reason, because you think, well, that looks a fairly expensive swimming costume. It would dry uh-huh. in no time at all. That's obviously spandex, and she's shouting at him. Uh-huh. This is the moment where she says, it's no good you, yeah. you know, being here as a ghost with me. Because, Title drop. Yeah, ghosts can't do it, and that's it, simple as that. And they go, oh, yeah, and we've all been waiting, going, what What the fuck does that title mean? And they go, oh, it no, never actually gets, you know, she doesn't say, I have physical needs, <laughs> and you're not, you didn't fulfill them before when you, had, when you were old and had a heart attack and would just nod off in front of the fire, nor are you doing it now on the beach in the Maldives as a ghost. It's pointless you being a ghost. You can insist that you're here as much as you like, but ghosts can't do it. I'm only interested in your body, ghosts can't do it. Which is handy, because Patrick Duffy alike is um, on the horizon. Uh-huh. Patrick Duffy, uh, it has to be said, with, with like, 40% extra hair, at least. Yeah. He's <laughs> yes. got a lot of yes, hair. Exactly. And this is man from Atlantis, Patrick Duffy, not Dallas Patrick exactly. Duffy. He's like, yes, like exactly. extra, yeah. extra hair. Yeah. 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 Is that, yes, exactly like that. And he's going, <laughs> everything all right? Everything all right? You're right. And then she said, yes, I'm remembering a poem. I'm just remembering. Start naked, <laughs> shouting, I'm remembering a poem. But you're naked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is Leo Damien, uh, who yeah. was um, who was nominated for, for Worst New Star. Didn't get it because Sofia Coppola was also that year. Um, and... <laughs> and uh, <laughs> 
I mean, he was in like three other things. One of them he wrote um, and, oh, and produced. And yeah, yeah he's not. He, I mean, I'm not surprised. He was terrible <laughs> in this. Yeah, uh, he's he has one note, which is, "I'm a pervert," and yeah, and and yeah. that was it. That was the I that was what John Derek yeah. said. Okay, what's my motivation? You just want to have sex with Bo Derek. Um, there you go. So Fair enough. And, he's going, yeah. and he's going. Oh right. Oh, so that's my motivation, not your motivation, <laughs> Mr. Director. Yeah. So that I mean, that's yeah. the motivation of like half the people in the film. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. including a the priest one, later the on. The other ones are. So. <laughs> yes, exactly. The other one, the other half of the members of the film are either animals or headgear. Yeah. Or, or animals that are headgear. So, yeah. So they so, want to steer as, stay as far away from her as possible. <laughs> so this is the point where um, Anthony, Anthony Quinn comes up with the idea that he could possess another body and come back and have sex with her again. Um, yeah, because because there's stories about ghosts that come back in another body. Um, not sure what you, stories he's yeah. talking about there. No, and you'd think the first thing that you know the people in heaven would tell you, whether you're a novitiate angel or not, is yeah, you know all those rumours about being able to possess another body. It's just rumours. You're actually yeah. dead. This that doesn't come outrageous. That does come up later. Julie Newmar does specify. You def- there's definitely no wiggle room here. You cannot do this. It won't work. It's just a fairy yeah. tale. She makes it extremely yeah. clear, um, yeah. but not for ages, not for like another half hour at least. And you so. kind of think, oh, okay, that's the rest of the film gone. <laughs> so the final, the final act isn't going to turn uh-huh. out the way that we all know it's going to. Yeah, we're fine. Okay, <laughs> is is that what passes for jeopardy? in the mind of John Derrick, you know, getting your novitiate angel to say, yeah, you know, that thing you've been suing, you've been pursuing for two acts. You can't do it. Oh, it's That's, not gonna work. Know, that, that will be the moment in the, in the film where the jeopardy would happen. And well, we he, what go, he's read is oh, no, at the end happen. of act two, that's where yeah. you have to. The hero has to get to their lowest point, where it seems like they won't be able to complete their mission. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like, got to put the massive obstacles in. What's his name? Sid. Got someone the the, the Yes. Screenplay writer. Yeah. Yes. It's, yeah. Him. End of Act 2, lowest point for the hero. That's what it is. Yeah. So. We, we've we reached that about two minutes in. Oh, lowest point. Yeah. I mean, it all gets, it starts at the lowest yeah. point and then somehow <laughs> manages to get worse. Yeah. <laughs> we, thought, we thought we're at the nadir, but no, it's going to get nadirer. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The um, the next scene, she's she's approaching what seems to be decked out like a restaurant, but is actually just a few chairs and tables on like a bit of grass. Yeah, that's in and outside. I fancy this is outside the government offices. Possibly. You can tell it's outside the government offices because there's a um, a Morris Traveller <laughs> parked outside. So that's kind of a hint of yeah. uh, an imperial past. Also, she she drives up. I have to point out this out. She drives up on a motorbike. Yeah. Uh, in this scene. Well, so, yeah. Um, Yamaha with the sidecar. Yeah. New form of transport. Yeah. Um, yeah. There you go. I know. We're up there. Millions of them so yeah, far. Yeah. Yes. So this is obviously yeah. This is old and quaint because she's turned up on a sidecar, 
on a, a pastor Morris Traveller, green Morris Traveller, how much more imperial you can get, and then some, and then a sweaty ambassador type. Yeah, uh, the mayor. He's only referred to as yeah. as Your Honor for most of the yeah. film, but we find out later yeah. he's the mayor. Um, Central yeah. casting, crumpled linen suit, you know, rakish tie, sweaty. He sits down as another conversation that's interrupted by fucking Anthony Quinn, who's, who thinks that he's flirting with her, which which he obviously he is. is. Yeah, yeah. And then he, tell, he tells her that they had a memorial for Scott, where many chairs were shed. Yes, um. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's an indication of how many people came, isn't it? Uh-huh. You know, if you have to get the chairs <laughs> shed out of the shed, of the chairs. <laughs> yeah. Or they, or they put them in back into the shed afterwards. You know, he he wasn't there. He just kind of arranged it outside the uh, em- on the embassy lawn. I said, yeah, there were many many chairs we had to put in the shed afterwards. You know, which actually, well, it's not quite a shed. It's a cricket pavilion to be in keeping with the imperial past. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. At which point, um, Patrick Duffy like turns up. And, and we learn his name is Fausto Garibaldi. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's kind of well, there's some sort of sort of pact with the devil, Faustian overtones there, which I was desperate to shoehorn in <laughs> yeah. to give it some kind of. Import. You have to do a lot of work on your own to get there. <laughs> yeah. I've <I'm>, having <laughs> to do a lot, a lot of research and a lot of going. Oh yeah. Well, that's an interesting. An interesting name, Fausto. Why is that? Oh, yeah, because this is, you know, uh-huh. because they're eyeing him up. They're going, yeah, well, he's the guy. We're gonna, we're gonna top him, and then I'm gonna possess his body, his, you know, his too much hair body, <laughs> his budgie smuggling swimming trunks <laughs> body. Yeah, uh-huh. and then, uh, yeah. And so yeah, said, Quinn, Anthony Quinn says he's romancing you, don't you know? Get because she shakes his hand when he introduces himself, like you do, mm. and and Quinn says, uh, you know, get don't you know, get your hands off him. He's romancing you, and she says, are you romancing me, Fausto? And he says, your beauty demands it, because that's natural dialogue. <laughs> yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's going to work every time. So she kind of went. So she goes, okay, what did you say your name was? Uh, yeah, Fausto. No, no, your second name, Gar- Garibaldi. So she, and then she slaps him around the face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he has suggested that he would like to go to bed with her within minutes, seconds, really, of meeting her. Um, yeah. So, well, it, I mean, it's, yeah, it well, was warranted. It, gi- yeah, but, it, <laughs> but given, given that this is kind, of, it's basically a soft porn film mm-hmm. with all the, with you know, with no, with th- three. I did note them down. And, uh, <laughs> They're at the, so the the moments of nudity we're about due for another one any minute are twenty four thirty three and forty eight minutes in which are kind of you know the sort of they're too far apart for a proper porno <laughs> and 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 interestingly Bo Derek produced a porno before she did this which is like a proper hardcore movie really? so when when she's credited as writer producer actor yeah. That's what she produced. Hardcore pop. Well, she produced this as well. She was a producer on this film. 
All right. So, I don't think that's a, well, let's put it in your name so we have to pay less tax because you're underage and you don't pay tax yet. <laughs> no, she was 32 at this point. So. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and was allowed back into the US. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Also, yeah. um, oh. you've, you've, you've missed a nude scene uh, okay. if really? you've only got three because there's four right. technically. Uh, which we'll oh, okay. later. But there you go. Right. Um, so, yeah, so she goes back to her uh, hotel room, house on the island, hard to say. Um, and and she is um, putting away her, one of a bracelet that she's wearing that, that with a into a box of similar type bracelets, which look like they're made of ball bearings. And we yeah. find out later that these are black pearls. Oh, okay. Um, not not titanium or no. you know plat- platinum or something like that. Black um, pearls. Well, I've got a lot of black pearls <laughs> in that case around yeah. the back wheel of my my <laughs> motorbike. Yeah, and it seems like Scott is finding out about this for the first time because yeah. he's asking her about you know how many of them have you got and what are they worth and that kind of stuff. Like they were planning on going to this place, and we find out yeah. during this conversation that she is planning on selling these things to someone and they've like arranged yeah. for buyers to come and look at them um yeah which is what they were going to be doing yeah but he didn't he know anything yeah. about it um yeah. anyway no. so they're worth one million three hundred seventy five thousand dollars apparently um yeah and one of them she keeps in a fishbowl uh yeah. with a fish and yeah. um, is, not just in a fishbowl it's a, well it's in a kind of a well i i would think it's a it's a light fitting, basically. Yeah, it's a fish. It? It's hanging from the ceiling. It does look like a big light, yeah. light fitting. It's hanging from like the ceiling. It's filled with water. water in it it a has a fish in it. it. Probably and some diamonds in the bottom. And a... Or those those <laughs> glass beads yeah. that were popular in the 80s. And a, and a yeah. giant yeah. black pearl. Yeah. And that, and that's Which it. apparently and the we, Sultan and... wants or something. Um, yeah. And, and, and Fausto and is outside spying on her. Being set up to be the uh you know she's he's only interested in her in order to get to her jewels well, well is he i mean we don't because no i mean everything up to this point has suggested he wants to fuck her and now yeah. it's like or does it does he want her pearls or, or both? does he or and go, well, you know be sensible he doesn't <laughs> and and later on you know there's a li- maybe this is what for John Derrick passes as foreshadowing because so he's out there and we suddenly go oh oh actually he's he's a thief and then later on when he, he triggers the fire the fire alarm the uh the alarm yeah. which is underneath underneath the uh, fishbowl so, as if it's a robbery and so people think it's a robbery so they take forever to get from the beach <laughs> well we'll get to that yeah we'll get but, to that yeah but yeah that so, well, so he's outside but yeah no. he's he's listening he's he's it yeah. seems like he's just finding out about these pearls at this point along with scott yeah um and that's when we find out that they're worth two billion dollars oh, no, no these are worth moment. he's not yeah 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 scott's yeah. empire is worth two billion dollars yeah. yeah so yeah yes first of all she's naked again um yeah she is she is bathing next to yeah. a hot tub not in the yeah. hot tub no. she's sitting in the rain on like decking, soaping herself up and getting yeah. water from the hot tub and splashing it on herself. Well, you don't want to get in a hot tub. You get it wet. You'll get yeah. wet. <laughs> you know, if, 
Yeah, it's bad enough you got... Yeah, well, plus, if you did that, we'd only see her head. Yes. Which, obviously, you know, the producers are going, well, you know, so yeah. how much, Bo Derek, are we going to see? Oh, no, absolutely all of her. Yeah. Uh, what, all the time? Well, no, there's a bit of Anthony <laughs> Quinn. Anthony Quinn? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. All right. All right, that, then. So help. it's he there at the time. <laughs> So, no, no, no. Oh, good, no. because we don't want anything to distract us from the full-on Bo Derek experience of, yeah. But the, so where is she? She's a, so she's in a hot tub, but she's not in a hot tub. She's next to the hot tub. We don't find out it's a hot tub rather than just a, a shallow dish of water <laughs> until she jumps into it. Yeah. And you go, oh, bloody hell, it is a hot tub. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this it, is the point at which Scott says... That she is now in charge of his corporation, his empire, his business empire. Yeah. Which we don't know. Yeah. It, this is the first we've heard of this because at yeah. this point it seems like he was a rancher and see, she has a secret million dollars worth of jewels or pearls or whatever. Ball bearings. Um, yeah. yeah, ball bearings. Um, yeah. And, and, but she's not bothered about it at all. She's, um, no. yeah, she doesn't, doesn't really, isn't bothered. She just wants him to come and ravish her. She wants, she says, suggests that he go and zap Fausto. And yeah. uh, and use his body. Um, yeah. So he goes away and has a bit of a think about it. Uh, spies on Fausto doing a bit of skinny dipping. And then yeah. says, I've got it. All we have to do is find a way to zap him. Yeah. Traditionally, I've got it suggests you've come up with an idea of some an kind. Idea. Rather than I know, <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to think of something else. Yeah. Eureka, yeah. I'll think of an yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, Eureka, we've got to come up with an idea. Yes, exactly. And the, the shot of, of um, Patrick Duffy, like, swimming in the sea, if that was a Spielberg movie, he wouldn't last the night. He would wash up on the shore. Yeah. There would just be a pair of budgie smuggers and half a leg, and, that, and that'd be it. And... And uh, and Brody would be going. You see, we've got to close down the beaches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, then there's a kind of argument on the the next next day. She's got little or nothing on, um, no headgear as yet. But thankfully, towards the end of the scene, yeah, she puts yeah, headgear on. Wait, if she did, if she isn't wearing a hat, wait five minutes. Yeah, that's she'll be, she'll the rule be. in this film. <laughs> so he he turns up and says, "So how about it?" Fundamentally, and then she locks herself away. She's arguing with. Well, Quinn she decides saying, to tell him to tell. Yeah, uh, here's here's Fausto. my problem. This is yeah. why I was re- reciting this poem on the beach. I was actually conversing with my dead husband about killing you and possessing your body. And she can prove it. She has, and this yeah. is her argument: is yeah, she knows that last night he went skinny dipping, and he yeah. completely reasonably assumes that she was on the beach and saw him. Uh, yeah. But but she says, no, I was in bed. the The ghost of my dead husband saw you and told me. So you know, checkmate, Fausto. That's that's there you go. Incontrovertible uh-huh. evidence. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes, and. Moreover, right, she puts on... So that's when she puts her headgear on. Yeah. And she wears, you know, these kind of fairly funky wraparound 80s kind of sunglasses, except they don't don't reach behind her ears. No, I I wondered if they were some kind of... If there was like a rubber... 
I don't know. But yeah, it looks like they yeah. they don't I they don't just, know she she hasn't got an unusually long face. So or, de- or deep face. No. no. Are yeah. they yeah. are they custom sunglasses for children or what? I don't I know. I think they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't they're... quite reach her ears. No. And and she kind of and she, but she doesn't it's not like she hasn't put them on correctly because she's a shit actress or you know can't <laughs> deal with props. It's just that they don't go all the way back <laughs> to the head. So it's not a good, you know, product placement, sure. Yeah. Not a good product placement if you're advertising the children's version <laughs> on full-grown adult heads. But then, not, out of nowhere... Out of nowhere, the doctor from the first scene... No, it's not him at all. It no. should be the doctor from the first scene. He, he doesn't come back. It should be the doctor from the first scene. No. It's so this a completely guy different random old bloke. Yeah, um, yes. The, the yeah. horse, Don Murray, arrives. Uh, yeah. he, only he's not a horse. That was a bit of misdirection in the credits. Yeah. He's actually yeah. a, a person, a human, in a vest. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he arrives on a, what he on, is. On a boat. Uh, he's yes. the cipher for John Derrick. Yes. This is this is Woody Allen casting himself. In he is, in fact, this is John Derrick a, gen, a proper actor. Um, like, he's been in stuff. Um, right. He's out of everyone in the film. He has by far, well, except, obviously, Anthony Quinn, who... Not only proper actor, he's like Oscar nominated four times, Oscar winner twice. Yeah. Um, but but this guy and, and been in some iconic movies. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, are touchstones for other directors. Yeah, yeah. But but Don Murray, he's a genuine actor. Um, I when I saw him, I thought you know he's the kind of guy that is a like, like a minor character, not one of the main family, but a minor character in Dallas, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the type of actor he is yeah. and i looked he him runs up runs a branch office um, and yeah. he was in Knott's landing for several years so i was pretty close yeah 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 exactly was he the same so, yeah exactly that kind of thing uh-huh. ran yeah. a yeah. regional yeah. office yeah, yeah yeah something like that yeah. so uh, he was also yeah. in bus stop with marilyn monroe and he was in um twin peaks the revival the oh. 2017 revival so oh. there you go blimey um, proper credentials then yeah why yeah. is he so shit uh, well i mean I I have a theory about that, which we'll get yeah. to. But okay. generally, his acting, I thought, was okay. But but when you're being asked to say lines like this, it is difficult. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he's Win. He's Winston Hill, and uh, he yep. apparently works for or with or in the general vicinity of Scott's business. Um. Yeah. And and like, been, been around for years. Yeah. Second in command. Nobody's noticed him. Yeah, you know, he's yeah runs a regional office. In he Los whisks Angeles. Kate away yeah. on a boat, and they talk yeah. about how terrible it is that Scott died. And she said, "Well, you know, he always loved Hemingway, and he always admired the way Hemingway did it. Because <laughs> cause if there's one thing that you admire about Hemingway, it's the way he killed the way himself. He killed himself. Yeah, yeah. Because he didn't eat quiche. Because he was a pro- that's what yeah there you go that's why they've got the Spanish saddle armor <laughs> because yeah because of Scott's predilection just like Hemingway going to see bullfights and writing in ah oh, that would also be that. <laughs> do you think do you think this is John Derrick's touchstone <laughs> for the brevity of his um, dialogue is is Hemingway-esque? Hemingway yeah maybe yeah. Yeah. So so Winston tells her that um 
because she's now in charge of Scott's empire, um, because there's, you know, that is just how things work in business. If someone dies, the the whole business has to be run by their wife. There's no, you can't hire someone to run the business. You can't. No, it's, not, it's, the, like it's the, just the, the rule. You, know, the, you just the, the wife has to take over, yeah. even if they have no business yeah. experience, know nothing about the business, have been so uninterested in the business that the multiple times that their husband has tried to explain what he does for a living and how it all works, she doesn't care and doesn't want to know. It's still now her to, job to run exactly, his business empire. Exactly. Sufficient to have a collection of over a million dollars worth of ball bearings that he yeah. has no idea about. <laughs> That's how much he's interested in the business. Yeah. Not so, in a vault, nothing. No. So she's in charge so, yeah. now and and corporate raiders are coming to a, to take away uh, to buy off bits of his business and she has to go to Hong Kong to stop it happening. Yeah. Okay. So um hope you're still awake and uh <laughs> That thing where you kind of decided, actually, I'll just go and look for that cutlery for the dessert course in the cupboard under the stairs. And whilst I'm doing that, I'll listen to this podcast from my favorite <laughs> podcasters. Well, I hope you're not regressing that now. That's the end of part one. There is yeah, there's one so much up. more still to come. <laughs> so much more. So, and it only uh, gets better. The second half of the it gets certainly gets crazier. So yeah, uh, better. Yeah. It only if no, only I mean better. If, if if only it got it's, better. Better yeah. is probably an overstatement. Yeah, <laughs> but, but it's, you know it's fun. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you know who knows you may well have got the DVD for Christmas. <laughs> if not, you could ask for it. I or, hear it's uh, the it's the hot yeah. present this year. Yeah, it is. for Christmas. It is. So I mean, you can you can bear, they've run out. You can barely get it anywhere. That's it's like uh, it's like Turbo it's Man in Jingle All the Way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just can't get it. People are fighting for yeah. it. You know. Yes, threatening you with large <laughs> German actors. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, so tune in again on uh, uh, New Year's Day. We'll drop the next half of that. Um, so yeah, thanks again yeah. for listening. And tune in on New Year's Day and, and don't write to tell us that Arnold Schwarzenegger's Austrian. So. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, right. I wasn't alluding to him at all. I was talking, oh, no, no. I was talking the about the other large German the other guy, actor, Werner Herzog. Werner <laughs> <laughs> Herzog. Yeah. That would be brilliant. Jingle all the way with Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog. He's turned I up totally, as a baddie I would watch the fuck out of that. Yeah. Let's, let's <laughs> that would be brilliant. Jesus Christ. That's yeah. billion, yeah. crazy billionaire patron money. Join a, join Patreon. Encourage yeah. all of your friends to join Patreon. If we yeah. get enough money, we're remaking Jingle All The Way with Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog in it. Yes. <laughs> is he still alive? We might he need, is. We, yeah, we might yeah. need more money to bring him back if he isn't. But no, yeah. we could just we could just deep fake him in. It Fuck would be me, that would be fantastic. Not that he's been right. in lots of things, but he said lots of things, so we could just oh, he's overdub such, it. He's such a scary and interesting guy, though. Yeah. There was a he did a a BBC interview uh, where he got shot. Mid interview, like Whoa! some and it, some, I, he they were just standing. I think it was in LA or something, or uh, and or it, I don't know either LA or Eastern Europe, both as dangerous wow. as each other. Yeah, and and like mid interview, he was like, Oh, I've just been shot, and, and, and kept him, going. It? Wow, it was fucking amazing. That's so, so good. yeah, yeah, jingle all the way with Werner Herzog. That's Herzog. our next yeah. project. So, all right, uh, meanwhile. <laughs> While we're gathering together the money to do that, join us on New Year's Day for more of this. <laughs>
Oh, that yeah. went in a direction I wasn't expecting. <laughs> I know. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hero.co.